Hello there, friends, and welcome to the New Testament in a Year podcast. I'm Sean Bailey, and I'm blessed to be able to read this scripture and unpack it with you today. We are in Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. So, grab your Bible if you can, and listen closely if you will. Let's read God's Word together. All right, we're on day 46 in our journey together in reading the New Testament this year. Hebrews 2. It's a continuation of our new path in Hebrews together. All right, last episode we read Hebrews chapter 1. And in Hebrews chapter 1, this is a a letter that was penned to a bunch of Jewish converts to Christianity uh, with the importance uh, focused on keeping their faith strong and not falling back to the currents and the pressures of their past and the world around them. And so today, we're going to read chapter 2, where the author continues to elaborate and expound on the greatness of Jesus Christ. And he'll talk about the importance of paying attention to the salvation that Jesus offers. See, in the first chapter, the author laid out the superiority of Christ over the angels, that Jesus is greater. In a nutshell, one phrase to explain the first nine chapters of Hebrews really is that Jesus is greater. Jesus is greater than the Old Testament prophets. Jesus is greater than the angels. Jesus is greater, period. It's important that we know that because that sets the stage for what's to come. Now, today, here's some look-fors when we read this chapter, because now that the author has made it clear to us that Jesus is greater than the angels, he says this. He gives us these three... Let me back up. Here are the three (laughs) look-fors. I'm getting carried away, right? Here are the three look-fors. The first one is that when we're reading this scripture, watch how the author warns us against drifting away. We have to pay closer attention to what we've heard and emphasizes, the, the author does, the, um, the dangers of neglecting the great salvation that is offered through Jesus. He gives a blatant warning. Complacency is the focus. And so we are pushed to actively engage in our faith. Watch for that. Also watch for Jesus' humanity and the way he suffered. This chapter emphasizes Jesus' incarnation, that God in the flesh, he's lived as a human and was willing to suffer on behalf of humanity. Lays out the love that Jesus has for us. Listen for that too. And then Jesus is identified as the perfect high priest. See, the author in this chapter talks about him being the pioneer of our salvation, who brings many sons and daughters to glory. We'll see that. But this lays out the the identification and the title of Jesus being the perfect high priest, who can, even though he is the perfect high priest, can still sympathize with our weaknesses. That's great. 
because Jesus and Jesus alone is uniquely qualified to represent us before God. Bridges the gap between God and humans. Jesus is bridge that gap. So watch for that in our reading today. So let's start. Let's jump straight into it. Some great things in Hebrews chapter 2. So let's begin our reading. Hebrews chapter 2, starting in verse 1. And we'll read all the way through verse 18. Verse 1. For this reason, this is a continuation from the last chapter. I'll pause right there. He just laid out the truth that Jesus is greater than the angels. Okay. And for this reason, verse 1, we must pay attention all the more to what we have heard so that we will not drift away. For if the message spoken through the angels was legally binding and every transgression and disobedience received a just punishment, then how will we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? This salvation had its beginning when it was spoken of by the Lord, and it was confirmed to us by those who heard him. At the same time, God also testified by signs and wonders, various miracles, and distributions of gifts from the Holy Spirit according to his will. Verse 5. For he has not subjected to angels the world to come that we are talking about, but someone somewhere has testified. And then he quotes Psalms 8. He says this. What is man that you may remember him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him lower than the angels for a short time. You crowned him with glory and honor, and subjected everything under his feet. And then he says, For in subjecting everything to him, he left nothing that is subject to him. As it is, we do not yet see everything subjected to him. But we do see Jesus made lower than than the angels for a short time so that by God's grace he might taste death for everyone crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death. For in bringing many sons and daughters to glory it was entirely appropriate that God for whom and through whom all things exist should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one Father. That is why Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters, saying, and then he quotes again from Psalm 22 this time, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will sing hymns to you in the congregation. Again, I will trust him, and again, here I am with the children God gave me. And then in verse 14, he goes on and says, Now, since the children have flesh and blood in common, Jesus also shared in these, so that through his death he might destroy the one holding the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who were held in slavery all their lives by the fear of death. For it is clear that he does not reach out to help angels, but to help Abraham's offspring. Therefore, he had to be like his brothers and sisters in every way, so that he could become a merciful and faithful high priest in matters pertaining to God. 
to make atonement for the sins of the people. For since he himself has suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are tempted. And that's Hebrews chapter 2. Let's take a moment now to reflect on what we just read. Okay. So let's let's look at some things that we can take from this. The author lays out a very just stark warning against drifting away. Right off the beginning. Right off the bat in the beginning. The, the warning against drifting away is a reminder that we have to actively engage in our faith and not go through the motions not simply throw our faith in our back pocket and use it when we need it not taking our salvation for granted let's commit to nurturing our relationships with God daily through prayer through study and fellowship with other believers second takeaway is that we should find comfort that Jesus experienced suffering just like we do. See, he, he experienced it firsthand. He went through the pain. He went through the struggles. And we should have reassurance that we can lean on him in times of difficulty, of times of trouble, of times of hurt, because he truly understands our pain And he's always present to offer us strength and grace. Jesus, the great high priest, still understands our pains and struggles as he was tempted as we are tempted. And finally, Jesus being our high priest, we need to trust in him as that high priest and understanding what the high priest did. The high priest went into the presence of God in the Old Testament times of the tabernacle that they could he was the only one that could approach God on the day of atonement that high priest but Jesus is the perfect high priest which bridges that gap that it not only has to be the high priest that approaches God that we because Jesus bridged that gap can approach God ourselves with great confidence knowing that Jesus has enabled us to do just that. Through his perfect sacrifice, that blood that has washed us clean, we can be in the perfect presence of the Father. Jesus is our advocate, and we get to rely on his his righteousness. Not our own. As we seek to live lives that honor God. Stark warning. Laid out. But we have the gift of salvation that we should embrace. We can find comfort in Jesus' humanity. And we can trust Jesus as our high priest. That's Hebrews chapter 2. And that concludes our discussion on Hebrews chapter 2 as well. So um, we're going to continue to be made aware of just how great Jesus is. Jesus is greater. All glory to God for that. So let's finish up. Uh, Next time we're going to get into chapter 3 where we're going to explore this uh, theme of faithfulness and holding fast to confidence in Jesus. But until then, 
may you be blessed. May your family be blessed. And as a result, may you strive to be a blessing to all those around you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the New Testament in a Year podcast, where we simply read the Word of God and we try to unpack it so we can find application in our lives, knowing that there is nothing more powerful than God's Word. You see, Scripture is the only source that teaches us who God is and what God wants of us. My encouragement is that the Word of God will bless you and ultimately bless your friends and family. I'll encourage you to share this podcast with your friends, share it on your social media or by word of mouth. Join in. Let's read the word of God together. And through this, may God be glorified through our reading, listening, application, and understanding of his word together.